0: Hey, Welcome to a God and His Word podcast with Itoha. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at a God and His Word, and do well by hanging around, guys. Cheers! If you're new here, welcome newbie. And if you're not, what's up, oldie? Now let's get to the depth of the matter today. Guys, 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 just getting here ASAP. You can tell how excited I am to allow you guys to listen to today's episode. It blessed me a whole lot. This is like, I don't even want. This is just the best way to wrap up the year 2020. Like, it's so beautiful. From the title and the names of the guests we had, I had Bumi and Damilola Ajayi join us today on the podcast. From the title you can see now, Supernatural Marriage. Oh God, God, the beautiful matchmaker orchestrated the both of them into a supernatural marriage in just five months and now they are married and they came to share this is like it's, it's called, it, it's more like a first assignment for the both of them. And they gave us the honor to share it with you guys today. Like, just get your popcorn if you have popcorn. Get your Pepsi if you like Pepsi. If you like, say get a robot or Mirinda or Fanta. And ensure you have your earpiece plugged. Get journals too. Get your journal because you need to take some notes and be focused on this, okay? See you on the other side. Cheers. Hey, everyone. I'm back once again with another episode on the podcast today and it's such a beautiful one because I'm super excited for this. As you can tell from the title, Married in Five Months, Supernatural Marriage with Bumi and Dami Ajayi. So um, I just like to give this little perspective. One thing I've always loved and admired as a little girl is people on uniforms. I'm sorry, I don't mean policemen. I'm talking about the military, naval, the Air Force and everything. So when I found out Sister Bumi was a uniform lady, like... I was like, whew. It felt like looking at someone who was living your fake dream. You know, obviously, I'm not gonna go into that um place, but then seeing someone leave out that thing, I always like just felt like, oh, I had this crush. So I met um Super Bumi, as we often call her, through the God Girl Initiative, just as we had Nico join the other day. Nico um who had um a baby outside of wetlock and she shared a story and advised people on how to Navigate through that life if eventually something like that happens and what to do and to real- make us realize that God is able to make beauty out of broken pieces. So I met sister, uh, Puba Bumi also through the same platform and several other sisters. So the only dream you might have, I'm able to see someone else leave it out. Just as I did with Nicola Joyce, us episode 10, when we discussed child with luck as a believer. You can actually go listen to that episode after this one and every other episode. Today, the ever-smiling, super cool, God-fearing, friendly, caring, beautiful, and hmm, she cooks very well, though. the, the well-renowned bee's kitchen. I have her join me alongside her husband, Damilola Jai, the man who got the keys to lock her heart down. So hello, guys. I'm so excited to have you here. Welcome
1: thank you so much
0: thank you so the guys is speaking first okay i like that so i'm so happy really 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 happy you guys are here with me today and um i'm welcoming you all once again to tonight's session on a god and his Word podcast so the first thing i'd like to ask or say rather is going to be um to introduce the both of you obviously so Super Bumi, as we often call her, and Brother Dami, they they both belong to the God Girl Initiative and the God Man Initiative, respectively. I'm also a part of the the ministry, stewarded by our beautiful mentor, Pastor Bella. Shout out to Pastor Bella. I'm pretty sure she'll be listening to this. So special shout out to you, Mama. We love you. So in as much as I would love to give everyone else the gist on how Super Bumi and Dami met, I'll just leave it up to the horses to spill. So I'm super, 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 extremely curious to know how did you both meet? Like, okay, you know what? We'll let the gentleman speak first, since he's the head of the home. Let him open the floor tonight. I, Uncle Dami. So, how did you meet the wifey?
1: Um, good evening once again. Um, I met her uh, like four or five years ago. That should be around twenty. 2016 to, to be precise mm-hmm. then somewhere in Kaduna uh, I was an instructor she was my student so um, you know then this instructor student relationship is always there she's not she's not the only one in the class I think they are class of five girls or so and the rest were boys they were 32 in number or 33 so. Mm-hmm. Um, this relationship is only there, you know, but it's just on the surface, like student yeah. instructor relationship. So that was what happened then. And um from there, I think that 2016, I wouldn't say we lost con we lost contact, or I think that was basically maybe the last time we had a conversation with each other then uh fast forward to 2020. Hope uh, oh, I'm not going too fast.
0: <laughs> it's fine.
1: Uh fast forward to 2020, you know, um uh, uh I think around June or so to speak, later part in the month of June 2020. The year of the pandemic, you know. Uh mm-hmm. One thing led to the other, and uh, uh, before you know who, who got talking, and God, uh, God, God showed Himself strong, and uh, we are here, we are today by His grace.
0: Hmm. One thing led to the other. Give us the beans now.
2: <laughs> he doesn't want to talk, so let me do the talking for him. Okay. So basically,
3: um, I'm interested in really sharing this story because I believe this is basically the first assignment God is giving to us to Mm. go out and let the world know that God is still in the business of matchmaking. You know, people Mm. don't believe that God still matchmakes people, but (laughs) it happens to to several other people. And um, I think the world needs to get back to that point where they know that, God is still in the business of doing that. So mm-hmm. basically, like he said, he was my instructor uh, about I mean, five years ago or so. I think five, six years ago, 2016. Yeah, about five years ago. And uh, I was a very confused kid. I didn't even know him. <laughs> like, I didn't even remember him. That was the truth. <laughs> I <didn't> remember <laughs> him. <laughs> I just remember that you know earlier this year I was um the first female captain in Nigerian Air Force, and I think that was around was it May? I mean um uh, I think it was it around May or so? And then yes, yeah, this brother calling me on first of July to tell me congratulations for mm-hmm. uh what's it called for what's it called? He was like he called me on the phone. I was like uh, okay who is this? Uh? I was like um Flight Lieutenant Ajayi. I'm like, okay, sir. I yeah, didn't you know the person now. He so was like, yeah. say congratulations on your on your captaincy. I was like, thank you, sir. But in my mind, I was like, captaincy, is that many months ago. I don't last.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so then, he was like, okay, thank you. All the best. I was like, thank you very much, sir. I dropped the call.
3: And then uncle calls me like on the 11th of July again. I didn't save the mm. number because I was not interested. At that period, I was not dating anybody and I was not interested, really interested in, like, I was not really, really interested in dating because I just got out of a relationship not quite long. And I was just, yeah, like, I had a few friends, people I liked. And I was just at that point where I was like, okay, I will like whoever it is I want to like. But immediately mm-hmm. God shows up and tells me, "For me, this is what I want you to be with. I'm going to do like a 180."
2: It was interesting.
3: Do you understand? So yeah. that was the point where I was in my life. So here comes this brother on the 11th of July. I have true color, and true color brought out like, you know, true color will bring out a name, and I'm like, oh, this name looks familiar, but I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Who this person is, or why this person, why this person had called me before? Just so big the call. He wasn't like, oh, he's this person. He called me earlier, on the world War II to congratulate me? And I was like, oh, yes, sir, thank you very much, sir. Then uncle was like, ah. the uncle say calling me sister Bumi. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> sister Bumi <came." laughs> And I was like, um, I had been on an assignment. I mean, I had been on a project for the past three years. And recently, my name came up on the project. Hmm. Being in the military, it's very customary that your seniors can call you and tell you to help me out with social projects. And in my mind, I was like, oh, my God. At that time, I was in major gray, war zone. I was flying in Medjugorje. So I was like, oh, "Why is this person calling me? It was like, I know you're in Medjugorje. I'm like, so, yeah, where are you? you? I was like, I was having this conversation in my mind, like, you're not in Medjugorje, and you're telling me to come and do projects for
2: you. <laughs> yeah. what <laughs> got
3: my idea with the projects. <laughs> I was already thinking about I was going to tell him, give him the excuse because I just wasn't interested in anybody coming to bother my life at that point in time. We mm. do doing extra work for anybody? So then when you you, like, you got to a point where it was like, um, uh, okay, recently your name came up in the project. I know you're a very busy person. I might not have time, but please you can talk to your spiritual. To your spell you can talk to your spiritual fathers to pray for you. I just you just clicked I was like ah oh, I have a project, no many projects as I tell <laughs> you tell <laughs> you. Like you can talk to your spiritual fathers to uh help you pray about it and what, what, what. so I was like okay like okay I don't really get it. I don't really understand. But I was not like What's the project and stuff stuff? It wasn't like hey that please I should permit him to like he didn't talk, all. like he was just so shy and afraid, and you can feel the fear in his in the conversation and everything. I me mean, I was just having time of my life laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't like I should just permit him to please send it to me as a text message. So I was like, okay. They did not send me a text message. He said, "I, Zamilola Bukaya Jai, would like to take you, Uluwashi, as my future wife." Hmm. Pray, mm. <laughs> pray about it to confirm if as my future partner, huh? mm. prayer about it. Yeah, it's a partner. Use. Um. Pray about it to confirm if it is love or lust. That was a, mm. that was a, I think I I still remember yeah. it quite well. So that was what it sent to me. Yeah. And in that moment, I was like, oh my God, I don't even like the name Ajayi. Like, who bears Ajayi? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and there was a woman that had always mocked, like, she was having a very nice surname and then she changed her, her, son, her name to Ajayi. And I was, whenever I see her, I was just like, wow, like, why did you have to do that? Like, why be in name? You know? So I was like, God, is this some kind of punishment? (laughs) You understand in that kind of moment? Yeah. It's just quite a lot. And I was just like, I don't understand. Like, I don't even know this person. They're just meeting me for the first time because, in my head, as far as he said, he knows me, that he has known me for like four years now. How many years? Four years? Five years? I mean, I was like, ah, excuse me. So basically it's this organ knew me. And um so when I dropped the call, I I ran to Facebook to go and check out the name.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I saw the picture, but it wasn't clicking. I was like, this picture looks familiar, but I don't know where I know this girl from. You know? I was like, who is he? what he wants? Like I wasn't really surprised because um that period you know, Pastor Bella had been teaching us about supernatural marriage yeah. um, in Godgett Initiative. And I also had um, been leading a group of women um, on prayers for your future husband. Mm. So um, it wasn't so surprising, but it was just funny the way the whole thing was happening. Yeah. So I just, immediately I dropped the call. I think the first person I called was... I, I spoke to one of my aunts, one of my sisters, sister, sister Ayo, and I messaged her. And she was like, um she asked some questions, and then the next thing she told us was, okay, like this the hands of God is upon him. If I agree, I mean if I agree to like some of the things she just told me, she had to just um like I'm like, okay. Then um then next thing I, I called to Nikki. And narrated everything to her. And Super Nigga was like, ah, like, um, what was it called? I she was like, Supabumi, you see, this is Sumanajirama marriage. How funny we can
4: be.
3: <laughs> Ramarejo, happening to you. And I was like, okay. And she was like, okay, calm down. Don't insult the brother. Don't insult <laughs> it. Don't say Because I knew you now. You just going to say what i are to say. Just calm down. Just ask him, sir. What did you see?
4: Because
3: he told me he received the vision. Yeah. And me? He told me he received the vision, yeah. that he saw me in a vision. She was like, I should ask him, what is the vision? And also he said he knew me before. Now, where did he know me from? So I was like, okay. So I just, I just went back and asked him all these questions. He told me the vision he received and then also he told, he told me he was my instructor I'm like oh my god I didn't even remember that part like I didn't even remember that like I was like yeah sure but his face looked familiar but I just still couldn't remember I just still couldn't remember him mm-hmm. like that so that was basically how we met and <laughs> Aside from the fact there was my instructor whom I never remembered because I'm bad at remembering people sometimes, mm. um, so that was basically the way we met.
0: Oh wow! See what I like, women. Eh? Attention to details. Uncle was just giving us, he was just giving us, okay, this and look at how she <laughs> did everything. You see now, how talk gist? Well, I've missed out on all of these ones. Wish she was not here. So I, I like a lot of things that I picked from what the both of ever said. But ultimately, you can find out the, the, the role God played in everything. That's why it's called supernatural marriage. God is not involved. I don't see how it's supernatural or how it's even divine anyways. Hey, uh-huh, brothers, have you heard something that he said? Shoot your shots creatively. Just straight to the point. There's no need to waste your time. Yeah, you see what you're looking for. Go and pluck the flower. Don't even waste anybody's time, self. So I'm so pleased. I'm so glad to even hear all of these things. Like, Sita said something. God is still in the business of matchmaking people. Like, if you exclude God out of your marital settlement or your choice of life partner, it's more like saying, okay i don't want you a couple of All we do is we find the person and then we say god hey i've seen him or i will come and bless it it shouldn't be so god has to be the one to orchestrate things then you can find his blessing in it so we should always wait for him to put all those um you know spices together and everything ultimately works out for the good of his children so um sis i'd like to ask you specifically this question you know in our part of the world nigeria to be precise there is this pressure to settle, and I know I feel like you also went through that that um prem that period where everyone is getting married around you, and you're like, okay, maybe you didn't feel it like personally, but people around you, what people will say, like, okay, how far, or maybe your parents, like, when are you bringing the man home? How did you deal with this pressure prior to meeting um brother Because a couple of ladies out there are still waiting and trusting God. And I believe this episode is really going to bless them and, you know, encourage them on what God expects in the period of waiting. So what happens when, how was it for you? How did you deal with that pressure prior to meeting your husband?
3: Like I said, I was in a previous relationship and I didn't know if it was, I knew that was where God wanted me to be at that moment, but I didn't know if it was going to lead to marriage or, or not. I wasn't really sure, but um, when it comes to pressure, you know, parents we hint here and there.
4: Yeah,
3: I've had the moment whereby I shouted like I was dating somebody that time, and my mom was like, "Oh, like I I wanted to I broke up with the person." And my mom was all oh, you know shouting and stop,
2: mm-hmm. and
3: the way she was talking down at me, I had to like I shouted at her, and told that that period that if he's so perfect, then why don't you adopt him as your son? So it got that (laughs) got that crazy at that period. So I think after that, after that time, like I had that outburst with her, she never said anything. Like she doesn't.
2: She just told me, "I'm praying for you." Mm -hmm. You know, and all I know is everything will happen in God's time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, (laughs) you know. (laughs) So
3: I never really had that extreme pressure. And my dad was not really pressuring until, I think, towards later. And then he was like, okay, now, you know, now you're settled, you have a good job, you're receiving so-so, you're receiving a good salary, you have so-so-so, you have properties here, you have this, you have that, you know. Now, it's time for you to settle. Mm. That came in later. In the beginning, like I didn't really have that. When my mom was doing this, my dad was silent. You when know, my dad started this, my mom was silent. Was silent. <laughs> so I didn't have so much pressure on all sides. And like I said, I'd gotten to that point where I was like, I'm going to like what I want to like.
4: Hmm.
3: When God is ready hmm. to bring whatever He wants my way, I'm going to accept. And when it comes to the natural marriage, I believe that you know like you said earlier um people can actually you actually pick up a person and like oh god okay i like this person yeah and god will actually bless your will and say okay go ahead the person is good for you and stuff like that but mm-hmm. there are i believe when it comes to kingdom marriages most times kingdom marriages are usually assignments leading marriages yeah very true you understand there yeah. usually assignment leading marriages whereby God already has it's you basically you as a woman saying, Okay, I want to get married, but It's for me. I know the Lord, you God, you have things you want to use marriages to do
4: mm-hmm.
3: in the world, but mm-hmm. so I'm submitting myself to you to use in this department, and there is a man also somewhere who has taken the same decision and saying god it is your will it Mm -hmm. is i know that you have plans and purpose so i'm submitting myself under this plan and purpose and then the lord has seen two willing children of his who have come together and said they are ready to do his bidding on earth Mm -hmm. you know i believe that marriage you can't compare even two christians coming together and saying oh want to get married does not necessarily mean it is the kingdom marriage true Kingdom marriage is a, is, a, is a, what is it called? Is, a, is an assignment leading marriage, whereby, let me borrow the word, your, mar- your marriage is not your own. Yeah. Because basically two of you are like partners coming to do the Lord's assignment. Mm. Because at that moment, your marriage is strictly going to be under the leading mm-hmm. of God. Yeah. Every step you take, like this recording that I'm doing now, like as, it has been on my being... Right from that like okay, this message needs to go out. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, maybe this is the first assignment. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> uh, many more, many more will probably come along the way. Mm-hmm. So I, I just believe that's that's just the way it is. So I didn't really have so much pressure because I I, I just wasn't really interested in any relationship. I, I liked people, like I like, I think there was somebody I even liked that period. Uh, I just like I said, I got to that point. I was like, "Ah, boy, I beg I don't have time for men anymore. I don't I don't want anybody's wahala. I'm tired of heartbreak I'm tired of being the one taking care of people because I'm a I'm a carer. Let me borrow that word. Mm-hmm. I can leave my own problems and focus on if I love somebody I can I can turn my head three sixty degrees. I mean I have and forget about myself and focus strictly on that person. So I was like, at this point, I don't want anything anymore. I just want what God, whatever it is God says at the end, I beg. I'll just do because I know that God will never lead you into the ground. Yeah. So no matter pre- whatever pressure it is that was coming along the way, if anybody tells me, oh, when I get to get married now, I'll just be like, oh, in God's time, like, oh, don't worry, very soon.
4: Because mm. I know that
3: God is planning it out. So the pressure didn't really get to me. It didn't really get to me. Anymore, that was, that was the truth. He mm. didn't. It wow.
2: it. It didn't. Yeah.
0: Listening to what you just said, right? I, I, I feel like pressure has to do with mindset, how to do it. Now, it has to do yeah. with what you because if you made up your mind that like, this particular thing is going this way, there is nothing anybody wants to see. You literally have already shut your ears to the world, and now it's like, I know who is in charge, it is God, and He's too faithful to fail me. So, whatever happens, happens. I like the fact that you said yeah. submission submitted to God's will ultimately, and that, that that's very key to every one of us, like being submitted. Even if I like this person, but God though. In fact, until I say I do, it is still God's will, until we get to that day of the altar, mm-hmm. I say I do. And kingdom marriage is, is an assignment. Like she said, you can be two Christians and you say you want to marry and go ahead, but the one we call kingdom marriage and the supernatural are those ones that are for the glory of God, like you are both on an assignment. The marriage is a ministry, literally. Like, it's just for God strictly and not, not for yourself. It's just like marriage is just the cover up. God is going to bring both of you to do what he wants to establish on earth. And it's always beautiful. It's always really beautiful. So, Uncle D, did you also go through that when I get to marry pressure? Or you just woke up one day, like you said, you saw the vision and you said, This is
1: it, I'm ready. Uh, uh, for me, you know, um, our mothers, there's a way. When you're of, of age, they will always tell you, guys, time. Yeah. <laughs> um, get a girl, bring her home, and start, um, go from that stage of being a boy to a man. Yeah. You know, they will advise you, now they have a job. Okay, the first thing you're praying for, God, give us good jobs. Now you have a good job. You're way mm-hmm. paid. I don't you try and settle down? Do it early so that... Um, uh you can see your kids um making it while you are still agile yeah. well the pressure uh, let's say it got to a time i just told them i said okay i've there are fa- some faces i went through um uh, like what made my um meeting heart so different was i've been in relationship to that um I've gone a step ahead before I involved God, mm. so the difference in hers was that God was first. Mm. It was God that revealed out to me, so I I I know that this one is just divine. But the previous I've been having maybe uh, because of let me say what I say the pressure, not really the pressure as as such, by the maybe a family friend, an uncle. In fact, some people when I know when some uncles call me, they want to ask me, Alpha, Yahoo. <laughs> so when when I see some people's call, I don't pick their call again because I told them after I've gone through all those ones that I've done myself, mm. I've tried to do some search here and there in my own little way. Then I I get involved lately then uh I find myself maybe I just the sky, there's no way here. I'm just deceiving myself. Then mm. I know that. So it got to that extent that I told them, I said, no matter the age I'm going to get to, if God does not lead me, I'm not going to a relationship with anybody. Mm. So I just, um, like we use the word military, I zeroed my mind that mm. this time around I'm not going, I'm not searching for anything if you like. So for like two, two and a half years, when he mentioned the word project, uh, my spiritual father was being on a series of assignments, prayers, and we'll be talking, and uh, counsel has been going on, and was on recordement. But early this year, it was an intense prayer that God, even if, you know, so many things that are coming to my mind, uh, I won't... Uh, really the fact that there was pressure but uh, from the parents but I told them and they know my stand I said me I can marry from any part of the country as allowed as my profession allowed but
4: mm.
1: it must be the will of God Yeah, you can't just bring a lady from somewhere and say me I no could marry it it's won't work so I tried to tell them that See, I know what is happening. Um, so many things that are involved, and um when you press us people into marriage, is either at the end of the day they will keep come back and tell you, you are the one that said I was not interested, I was not mm-hmm. ready, you are the one that forced me to. You mm-hmm. understand? Because me, I've got with the books I've read, with the message I've listened to, I know that wedding is just for a day, but marriage is a lifetime. Yeah. So Many people are always preparing for that wedding, but they are not prepared for marriage. So, Mm -hmm. what people will push you to is "Ah, go and get the wedding. They will just want to see what is there, but the marriage is the most important thing. So, um, I didn't let the pressure get into me because I already made up my mind that if God is not in it, no matter the age or something, it will come. I'm going to wait for God. So, Mm -hmm. uh, when I when I had that definition, I told them so they were no n- nobody was pressurizing me anymore. All you all anytime you just call me, especially my mom, my close member, my elder brothers, once you just call me, we are praying for you. We have gone to Shiloh. We always mention the prayer. Yes, <laughs> have then this, we have done that. We will pray. All these ones, our are yeah, you, everything is fine. Fine. Because themselves. They're even more worried about me, mm-hmm. me. I'm just calm on my own. You no know, concern <laughs> me. Too. Sitting down, crossing my legs, waiting for when God we, mm-hmm. we do we we, uh, we perfect His work. And do you know one thing? I need to tell you about the old issue about when one we, we met. Uh, we 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 got to know each other like uh 2015, 2016, so to say. I've known mm-hmm. for once when uh after we departed. Around uh, March 2016. I've not for once called her until mm. this year. I never had a number. In fact, I got a number from one of our friends mm. after God revealed that to me. That was when was the, the first time I will call her after four years that we've met when she was my student was mm. July 1st, 2020. Then the next time I was I called I was July eleven when I declared my intention mm-hmm. because I just left that space. Uh after I called her, uh I've uh, had the revelation. I got the revelation about um June 28th. So I just um July 1st I called her to water the ground. So I it just took my hand and when uh we uh, when there was like a time for me to uh, have a go ahead uh, to talk to her about my intention, to make my intention known so July 11th I spoke to her again and uh, I had to send it through text message because that day I was like I, I don't <laughs> I, in fact in fact, <laughs> I was like, I can still remember the time, I think it was around 3pm it was on a Saturday
2: it was good for a period
1: and then it was 3 p.m. on a Saturday. I was just like, in fact, she, she noticed that I was stammering. And I said, okay, uh, I was practically sweating when I was talking to her. She was just like, see it now. And what? I, I was just, okay, just let me send you through text message again. I was able to, because I know what I saw, I know what God showed me. And I was yeah. much convinced about what I saw. And... Um, yeah. I just, I passed the message across through a text message. I think as had the text, I can't remember. She could tell the words because I think um, she, she has memorized those words that I use. <laughs> and, um, uh, pressure, I think, uh, if the person, like on the final word now, talking about pressure, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. individual should know is or standing in Christ. Once you know you're standing in Christ, wait for God. Once you mm-hmm. just take your stand, nobody will want to pressurize you especially marriage.
0: Thank you. Hmm. Wow, you guys are so detailed. Eh? The details are just top notch. I don't know. I just feel like shouting one kind of hallelujah because I'm just happy. I feel this joy in my heart. Just seeing, I'm having this revelation of God as just a sweet father, like being so intentional to orchestrate this. Like how can God just be in every match making people like this? Like really? <laughs> and then, there's, no, there's no point in not stressing ourselves when it comes to, not just marriage, but life generally, God has all figure that like ah, we we exclude God in so many things, and we feel like God is not, God is very romantic. I'm even saying it like this. We were talking, I'm already seeing how that romantic side of God, and it's just so 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 beautiful. And um God's will. Like, I'm I'm just glad that what, what we're talking about tonight is just so powerful in the sense that he's speaking to me over other areas too, being submitted to God's will. There is nothing like that. Like, God, let your will be done. Because it's in that place you have peace of mind. And like something um, Dami just said that I also picked and it's currently happening to me, there's a particular thing going on in my life that my family is just like, okay, how far, how far, how far? I'm the person in question here, but I know my God, I have sorted this thing out for me. I'm at peace. So whatever any what other person is saying, it's just them being who they are. The moment you find out that this person is not even bothered, they will also leave you alone. And it's the same thing that Sister Super Bumi has said and Uncle, Uncle D also said the same thing about them. The moment they already knew where they stood in Christ, Everybody else follows too because why am I stressing myself if you're okay? So if you like go to Shiloh, go to convention, go to Power Must Change, and <laughs> this person's mind is like I'm waiting on God. There is nothing you can do about it. Guys, mm-hmm. we're not even going so far, but the way I'm so blessed tonight and eh? glory to God. There's this thing that always comes to my mind. I feel like meeting somebody and then popping up the question in such a short while isn't the norm. You know that one that's not normal. Like people will listen to this and I'll be like, these Christians are just crazy. I know that for a fact, but you know, you only find this um short term courtship in Christendom. Did you guys have people around you on both sides who question your decision? Like, uh, can you just meet someone today and then you want to marry tomorrow? Like, I'm asking this to the both of you, did you face that people, those naysayers who are like, how? I don't you want to know them better or something. Do you encounter people like that? Okay.
2: Uh, well, uh,
1: in as much the I'm the one making the decision
4: mm-hmm.
1: for myself they're not the one deciding for me you
4: mm-hmm. know
1: so i know what i know what my god has told me and you know one thing is when it, when you're talking about marriage yourself you should be uh emotionally ready financially financially mm-hmm. ready financially then um other aspect and some other aspects, spiritually, you must sound, And some other aspects, too, you must really. So, um, if everything is in place, what are you waiting for? To me, you know, with mm. the uh, 2022, when there will be, is it Olympics or World Cup? Before you, when <laughs> God has already showed you that this is, the, this is where you are going. So, mm. to me, um, I will not say it was, I won't use the word overdue because, Uh, timing about God is every time is beautiful, everything is beautiful, perfect at its own time. I know that was the time for me to for us to have met because I can't imagine that me at that time I was in Kaduna, God was showing me somebody in Melugu. In fact, because I was like, This person we've not spoken for, I've not seen her for four for almost five years. And God is revealing out to me. We are not even in the same location because one of the, some of the questions people were asking me that, how come, how do you do it? How did you meet this girl? You are in Kaduna, somebody is in Medubri. How come? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. You know. So to me, I just believe that when God is speak to you, say, God speak once, twice mm-hmm. as I had. The power belongs mm-hmm. to Him. So when God is speaking if we are. If you are your ear is you are open, your ears open and you can be able to pick what's saying. Don't waste time because delay is dangerous when it comes to things. And um in my own case, okay. Delay was dangerous. Would have been dangerous. But Scott, there are some things specifically God spoke to me. So I have to take action then. And Immediately. Um, I just thank God that I took the action. I just acted <laughs> as a sharp. Guy.
2: <laughs> hmm. Okay, so,
0: so, so you experience those other people that will just bring their mouth and start contradicting what God has said. Did you face that?
3: Okay, so for me, um, I, w- I wouldn't say yes and I wouldn't say no because um, it depends on the people you surround yourself with. I, I had friends who immediately I told them they were basically just happy. Because most people knew him to be this calm-headed or guy, you know, like, eh, like how did it happen? Like I was now and then. I was careful to share the story with people. Mm. It is not every diamond. You don't you don't throw diamond to the pigs. Sorry to use them. Just sorry to use that word, but I'm not referring to people as pigs. But it is not everybody who gets your conviction. It is not everybody who operates on the same level. Just because I'm a Christian and that person is a Christian doesn't mean we operate on the same frequency. Just Mm -hmm. because the way that doesn't mean they understand that that's the way.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: Do you understand? So I'm careful not to I'm just like, oh, okay, so I met this girl, oh, we're getting married. Oh, okay don't ask me how we met because I'm not going to tell you because if I tell you it won't make sense to you. Yeah. It is only basically most people I shared the stories with are believers, mm. like believers that I knew that when I tell them, they will get it. They will understand it and they will bless, they will bless it.
4: She
3: mm-hmm. understands. Mm-hmm. So I was careful to share the story out there with people. Most people don't know. Most people thought most of most people around me thought we've been dating for the past five years.
0: <laughs> I'm sure this would be a shock. <laughs> they don't know.
3: Yeah, some people are even asking, like, "Am I pregnant?" But people ask, like, "Is she pregnant?" Why did they get married so soon? Like, uh, uh-uh. that kind of thing. So I I I was careful to share the story because I didn't want one thing I I hate the most is don't try to fight the God in me. Mm. Don't try to fight my faith. Don't, even don't try. Yes. Don't try to question my faith. Don't try to question my conviction because when you question my faith and my conviction, you're trying to question the God in me. Mm-hmm. And when you begin to question the God in me, it's, it's, it puts me in disarray. Yeah. It puts me in a point whereby, you know, it it robs me of my peace of mind mm-hmm. and I don't want to joke with my peace of mind. Mm. So I won't even bring myself to that level whereby you make me come and start questioning God mm. and start questioning what I've heard or question the convictions or question the you know the the things like the how will I put it? Uh, what's the right word? I can't I can't remember. You know, just to just to question everything that God has shown you along the way to point to you that okay this is the right way follow it, you know. So I try, if, if if you're a person around me and you make me begin to question God, I'm going to cut you off mm. because my faith is my sanity. True. So if you're, if you're, if you're trying to rob me of it, you're trying to rob me of my sanity. So I don't want you around me. So I was careful to share the story with people. I was, if you just tell me, how did you guys meet ah, so? We just met those, <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, I
2: know we just met those. was it?
3: yeah well for deep christians i told them okay this is what happened he said this he said that I narrated the story and we're like oh okay Mm. god is in it i know you know those people even counsel you yeah more on like people who are not on the same frequency with you and when you tell them they begin to ask you are you sure it is god who told you
4: Mm.
3: are you sure you were hearing right what were you doing what were you watching that period Ah, it is what you were watching on social media that made you think it was God that told you this. Yeah, true. you understand that kind of thing now. Yes, and uh, no, no, no. Mm. So that's just it. That's it.
0: Surround yourself with godly people, and it's not everyone you share things God shares with you. And this is very, 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 yeah. very true. I love this conversation because it also is also like affecting other areas of Christianity. I can relate to a lot of these things. Like you just feel like because you're in, even even pastors, some pastors, so-called men of God, may not even be on the mm. same frequency as you are. Because you're the one on the pulpit and I'm the one in the, in, the, in the pew, does not mean that, okay, you, you're like spiritually there. There's some kind of level like mm. can be with God that this pastor might not even be. So when I see some things, it looks at me like, oh, what do you know? You're a small girl. And those things are question in someone's face can make you shake. Like God has told me something. You're not asking me, are you really sure? Like, it creates room for doubt. and truly, only those who really understand that that um, nature of God will be able to flow with your convictions when you say God said this. And let me just give this out to to everyone that can listen to us or so what you are sharing things with, because if you had allow, if you imagine if you the people you have around you were those who were not even believers or probably um, they do they don't understand supernatural marriage or things like this, they could make you. I believe I, I don't know why I feel so strongly that some girls and even men have made decisions contrary to what God has said because they spoke to the wrong people about what God said. Do you guys also feel the same thing. Mm. Yeah,
4: mm. that's true. That's true. true.
0: You might have missed it in marriage because God has said this is the person, but the people you went to share this thing with said, ah, it does not make any sense. So the Bible says, I think it's Corinthians about the foolishness of God is um the foolishness of the world is wisdom of I don't know if I'm putting it the right way. Do you about- um is it the foolishness of the wisdom God, of God is it, like I, I foolishness think foolishness on this foolishness God. to men, something like that. But I can't
2: remember the right word.
0: Like, if you want to follow God, you should be foolish because it makes you do things that yeah. our, our world today will not even conform to. But as long as it's God, nothing else should matter. So, anybody who has made that decision regarding any area of your life because of what they said, not what God said. That's a very dangerous thing to do. Let God's will be your sure anchor. Let it be your standard. Even if it looks stupid to them, as long as you're convinced, that's all that should count to us. So I just pray God will continue to help us in this race called life. We need to apply wisdom. money. Yeah. We need to apply wisdom in everything. Wisdom is the principal thing. So I I am um, talking about supernatural marriage here and I believe that some people who are going to be listening to us may not really understand Oh, we're talking about like fully because if I was not a believer you talk about in fact before now I used to see this kind of story and I felt like oh it's stupid how can you meet someone today or tomorrow you're married doesn't make any sense because I didn't have that you know it takes spiritual understanding to know what this is and you agree with it but now I know what it is and I'm like yes I'm not even arguing I'm like this is God there's only no to start arguing but I feel like there are people out there right now we don't even understand what, what it is. So can you guys just shed light on what it what it means to those who have no idea what supernatural marriage is?
3: Supernatural marriage. Like I said earlier, supernatural marriage basically is the coming together of um two sons, two children of God assigned no, not two sons, not two that sons, word the yes. <laughs> two children and two assigned because that word assigned assigned yeah. assigned yes it must be assigned because like we said earlier two christians can jump up and say oh we're getting married you know and yeah maybe god did never reveal anything to you or so but you just he just found that brother you're like oh this brother is my speck mm-hmm. this sister is my speck and we decide to get married but I believe that kingdom marriages are basically assignment-leading marriages. Like I said earlier, mm. it's you giving up your marriage to God. You giving up your marriage to God and saying, okay, um, yeah, I yeah, am. Send me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we we're listening to a program today and we uh, were talking about when the angel came to meet mary and give her the good tidings and all like that how she was gonna get pregnant and stop the answer she gave i never really saw it in that light the answer she gave determined what was gonna happen next mm-hmm. mary just said uh what am i Who am i like be done to me according, according, to your word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, according to your word mary could have said uh <laughs> oh, but I beg, we I no do. Yeah, do you understand? If yeah. she had said, I know do, it is not a crime, God is not going to judge her for saying, I know do. True, do you understand? It will, it will just go forward and look for another willing person, it would just go forward and look for somebody else to carry baby Jesus. Mm. Do you understand? So, it's about you saying yes to God, it's about you saying, Okay, we are ready to God. It's also when it comes to children. You know, Anna, when Anna was crying to God, and now Anna, it got to a point. Anna was crying for babies, 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 babies. But she wasn't getting a baby until she requested for a kingdom child.
2: Mm. Because
3: Samuel was a kingdom child. Yeah. There are people out there who actually need to lay down their lives. Mm. I can, there are people who do have laid down their jobs and say, God, okay, now I need a job. But, and then it comes to a point, everything we should do when we're asking there's something I learned every when you when you're asking God for something, he asks you, okay, this thing you're asking for now how can, how can it advance the kingdom of God mm-hmm. yeah. because everything you need, everything you request from him should mm-hmm. be should come to be something that can advance the kingdom of God mm-hmm. so if I request people for a job, it should be a job that God mm-hmm. okay, I want this job." through this job i'm even giving you're giving it to me but i am open i'm leaving it open for you to use the job for your kingdom whichever way you please Mm. you want a child you're praying to god god i need children but these children they have been marked for signs and wonders there's a difference between you crying for children you can get children But there are people who cry for children and the kind of children they want. They know the kind of children. They want children who will will bruise the head of Satan. Yeah. So you have to do what you are requesting for in the kingdom of God. If you're requesting for children, you're requesting for children. If you're requesting for kingdom children, you know, there are women like that, that right from the beginning, they already know some of their children. Mm -hmm. I've met a woman who who told me, you see this, her son is just doing any anyhow. That but what he doesn't know is that before she even comes before she even conceived him, before she gave birth to him, she has already assigned him to the work of God. So mm. he can go and do all the rubbish he wants to do, he will come back and mm. come and do that thing that she already that she already promised God he was going to do. Right from right from when he was small. She mm. understands so it yeah. also boils down to the marriage. God, I want a marriage. Okay, God, I want a marriage. God can give you marriage now. But God, I want a kingdom marriage. A, a marriage whereby what we'll be doing is to advance the kingdom of God. That's yeah. why it's called kingdom marriage. That is why it's called supernatural marriage. It is not just any marriage. It is not marriage as as the word explains it. It is more mm. than it is. And I feel it is a privilege. It's not being boastful or anything. It is a privilege. I've just seen so many couples, you know. I I see so many couples. You see couples that are like, you know, they're always together, working together, doing the things of God, and you admire them. Yeah. You know, and you say, God, like, I want this. God, I want a man like this. God, I want so, so thing like this. You see wives who are supporting their husband in mission fields, you know, even if it's just couples who come together just to support. You know, churches maybe provide money or stuff, stuff, stuff like that. But they are in sync doing the work of God, and you look at them and you admire them, and you're like, "Wow, this marriage is so beautiful. How I wish I could have one." Yeah, apply yourself. You're already applying. Kingdom marriage. Be ready for it. Be ready for it when it comes. So that's just basically it. I was not really surprised when the whole thing came. Hmm. Kingdom marriage. It's it's not. It's not marriage. It's not business as usual. It's not marriage as usual. Like, for What's most different? people that have spoken to us, most of our pastors that spoken to us, I think one of my, my pastors' wife called me today, and the statement she made to me was, she told me, after we had finished talking, she told me, like, we had never really, I don't think I've even ever told her the story of how I met my husband or something. But yeah. the last statement she made to me was, she told me, you will not feel God. You will not feel me. You will not feel God. She told me, "This is your marriage is an assignment. You will not feel God. You understand that kind of thing." And I was yeah. like, "Amen, amen." So people who know know. Yeah. When I share this story with people, they know that Kai, This one is not is not it's not marriage as usual. There's more. This mm. is this is. This marriage is not just for procreation or how we the world call it, just for pleasure or enjoyment or whatever it is in the word has designated unto marriages. It is yeah.
4: more,
3: The marriage yeah. is all about God. God at the center of it or doing everything God wants to be done. Mm. So that's that's kingdom marriage to me. And Thank as Pastor you. Bella would say, supernatural, supernatural marriage most times, always very very quick. Quick, yeah. quick, quick, very yeah. quick, most times. So, when it happens, I never believed it myself. When I hear people say, Yeah, you, I met such a person in how many months, and they get married to the person, give me a million dollars. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Why will you meet somebody, somebody you never knew? You don't even know the person's character. You don't know anything, anything. But, but then, when you get to know God, you believe that whoever it is God is bringing your away it's somebody that you won't have to struggle yeah, yeah. There, there are there are problems in marriages and you know, all like you know character clashes from time to time and stuff whatever it is that God is bringing your way God has already looked at you
4: mm-hmm. and looked
3: at the person and he knows that the two of you can walk together
4: mm.
3: That two of you are not are not opposite that will start clashing or I will mean, I use it you know the two of you can come together and do that which he has called you to do without having issues like that yeah. like i would only say this man really really understands me like it's
0: <laughs> sometimes you're <laughs> like how you just like how yeah
3: like it's always very very surprising and if i tell you like it's like seven years older than me you'll never believe it but <laughs> me i'm always the it's the very quiet to me i'm the loud one we can tell <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> well it's really really understanding because there are some things I used to do and I would tell myself that Bumi hmm, Bumi if you do this to Bumi only God knows what Bumi would do back to you <laughs> back to you <laughs> but God is just faithful enough to give me a very loving and caring husband, a very understandable husband and not shouted that to me <laughs> despite my <laughs> mumuishness sometimes <laughs> so that's it
0: oh bless you! Bless god for this and um, supernatural marriage the, the thing with, with um, not waiting and trying to find each other is because god who has told you to go ahead has already seen mm-hmm. tomorrow so there's nothing yeah. you want to as you're moving through the journey you begin to see what you're supposed to have we said i'm waiting to find out so you say mm-hmm. you want to, want to get to know each other don't worry go mm-hmm. through the journey in marriage you know each other in that line and yeah. supernatural marriage purposeful ever since I began I, I understood what it meant like I came to Christianity like fully became a believer and I was see that marriage is more than kids having a partner mm-hmm. like it is beautiful when you have a purpose together so in those moments where you're like probably bored you're serving God there's something you guys can do together that keeps you for the rest of your life like that purpose in supernatural marriage is is, is key for me like beyond the feelings beyond the lovey dovey and everything the mushy and emotional moments we have an assignment like it's purpose and purpose is something to live for it's a thing of joy to have someone to like i love god already then and i have somebody ready to who loves god too and we can do yeah. this journey i don't know what i'm looking for if that's not what i'm looking for in marriage and there's something else i think i want just to point out which is um she also mentioned the same thing about the moment you start asking God for supernatural marriage, you're sending in your application. In regards to that, ladies and gents listening to us, please note that there is a period of preparation and pruning. God will not just give supernatural marriage because you have asked and because you desire. You're going to go through the process of pruning. God has to prepare you for it because it's an assignment. Why would God send you to an assignment where you're not ready for? you will crash it. You will even crash yourself and he will crash the kingdom. But it has to put you through that process where it begins to prepare you, train you, teach you godly principles, character, build you up. And, even, and I feel most times, before this marriage comes together, you as an individual already know your purpose. And then most times, I feel like it's aligned with your spouses. Am I right? Yeah. It's not clash for any reason, right? Is that correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. that's true. Because if you check it and you ask, okay, I don't, I don't want to put this out there, but let me put it this way. The person I'm cutting, when I realized, I asked one, I said, what's your purpose? I and mean, when he was just speaking, he never knew mine. When he was just talking, I was just like, oh my goodness, one, two. I kept thinking because I realized every single thing that I know as my purpose was the same thing. And I said, oh, okay. I began to understand some certain things about this. thing It's beyond you and I. It's more about what God wants to do. And it will not give one person that his ministry to do this particular thing. And the other person is like, I want you to do something else. And people now start fighting and say, No, I'm not going to church today. I want to go to Cardinal for a project. Like it's gonna be aligned. There will not be any kind of clashes. Yeah. Character-wise, Many yes, there'll be there'll be because marriage, obviously, two different individuals, different backgrounds, and everything. There'll be those moments of you know, natural human being, we have those moments, but with kingdom marriage, like it's different. God is your castrator, even when things go beyond you, you can always go and say, God, how far. I used to make a follow we we'll and see what's going on. You can always yeah. bring him back to
2: the
0: yeah. together. The Bible says a three-strand cord is not easily broken. Like, I don't see what anybody's looking for if you don't want to pull God. And Let's not even say, okay, I found I found him based on feelings. And he said, God, come and do it for me. No. Let God be. Like Rodami said, I wrote that down. So he said, initially, he, he went a step ahead before involving God. And he got to the point where he said, no longer. I'm going to wait. Let God be go ahead of me, and then I will follow. So let's not just go and say, hey, God, yeah, that like we carry puppy behind us and say, okay, follow me now. I've gotten the person, let's go. Let God be the one leading. where we are the puppy behind God and we follow through with whatever He's doing with our lives. So um we can't talk about supernatural marriage, kingdom marriage without speaking on the role of godliness. Like, I don't know. I'd like to ask Uncle Dami, the role? What is the, um the role of godliness in terms of marital settlement? How important is it to be godly when you're when you're seeking to be maritally settled by God?
1: Uh all the days of our lives are written in his book I think Acts was trying to tell us Acts chapter 17 uh, some later part was saying all the days of our lives are in his book so if you are um, God that has created you knows the best for you so Mm -hmm. if you want the best for yourself I want to feel the destiny that has. you want to act according to what is written about you You have Mm. to go back to the script writer, which is good. Mm. So you can't come to a stage and want to do uh, act act your own ingenuity or want to bring out something about yourself by not following the script. The director will always send you no, no, no. no. I don't want you. So Mm. it's so important that if we are requesting or we are godliness, the place of government is very key because God will only speak to his own. He will tell you what to do part time. He will yeah. tell you uh I was still as let me say keep it, let me still repeat that word. That I was in Kaduna and God revealed somebody that was in meduguri to me. I agree. Mm. To to normal human being, you look at it, no, 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 no. Maybe you just saw her yesterday, that's why you're dreaming about her. You understand? Yeah. So, but Look at that instance. so if uh, if a person is not godly, it's very different. and God does not give his own his own to dogs.
4: Yeah.
1: He doesn't give his own out to an unbeliever. Two cannot walk together and say they agree. There was okay. the um, light and darkness, they don't have anything in common. so he will give his son he will give his daughters to his sons then sons and daughters will always meet. So yeah. being a son of God or being a daughter of God is very key. And uh, the period of waiting is better to serve. Mm. In period of waiting, better to serve. Because the more your mind is uh, with God, it keeps teaching you, telling you what to do, working on you, mm. so many things. So my own period of, um what was it called my own period of waiting my own period why I was waiting on god uh it taught me many things about patience and hmm. she as you we were saying that on her, on her own side she's has spoken person she's this she's that she's that so uh she has done so many things to me I was just look at I just be looking at her because it's not pushing <laughs> me because that period of uh, waiting in mm. while I was being godly I've encountered so many people that they have done many horrible things more than what she wants to do she's doing to me or what she has done to me so then I took those things then so are ah, doing anything to me now it doesn't move me I'll just look at it and smile you know I just mm. smile so godliness is very key it's very key if you want anything from God best from God which there is from you you can get you must be godly. Mm.
0: You must be godly. Wow. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> wow. This is just this is just I'm just like wow, wow, wow. I could just say wow all day. Wow. Really, 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 really. This is so deep. The period of waiting. God had seen that okay, she has this particular trait and he had built you ahead for it. So now you're in it. Typically, imagine if you had met before God had dealt with those things in you. It should definitely cause issues one way or the other. But yeah. that means that in this period where we're waiting on God to bring the promises to pass, is building both sides. So it's best we wait till the pot is if the food is ready in the pot, then we take it well prepared. You no, know, wonder the Bible says God makes all things beautiful in his time, like you don't need yes. to rush God, just yes. to something perfect. Like this is just blowing my mind to think about the fact that everything that could cause potential harm in marriage. God is dealing with it in our singleness as individuals. So when we come together, we don't blow things up. Ah, God is just amazing. God is amazing. So, um, Superbumi, what advice do you have for ladies who are still in that place of waiting as you once were? Like one thing I've picked on what you said was even Brodami said the same thing about serving God to so taking up the pressure from your mind. And you know, what other thing would you have to put to um to ladies out there that are waiting? You are there once
2: to tell them based on your experience. I would say, like the word you used, God makes everything beautiful in His time.
3: Funny enough, for some days now, that's been the word I've been saying. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying those words for some days now because um we have just a room, like yeah, not a, a big room basically, and um you know, right. I've been the only one in the room. Things are just everywhere. And I've been asking myself since I got this room, I think over a year ago, I've been asking myself, where can I place a chair in this room? Like, visitors come to my room, they have to sit down on my bed, there's no even chair for them to sit down on something, sure you understand. Mm-hmm. And yeah. basically, I never ever thought of anywhere to, because I, I just kept complaining, like there's no way to place a chair in this room, you know. And then when I got married to this man, we came back after the marriage. And then we entered the room. And I looked at the place and said, a chair can stay in this place. Hmm. <laughs> you understand? I'm like, a chair can stay in this place. And then we cleared the space and got a chair. A like a chair that can comfortably accommodate three people and got tools. And now I'm looking at it right now, like it's so beautiful. And wow. everything I kept saying was, god makes everything beautiful in his time you can imagine Mm. every time i'd been in this room for years for for almost a year now and i'd never ever ever thought of getting a chair in that space but Mm. within the space of like a very short period in time i could see it. you open my eyes to see it and i saw it I i didn't get you Two are better than yes, one. Yes, yes. The eyes were open to see and then we saw and now it's looking so beautiful. So what I would like to mm. say to ladies is God makes everything beautiful in his time. Just because you're not seeing it does not mean it's not there. Just because mm. you're not seeing it now does not mean it's not come. All right? So just keep doing you. Keep serving. Keep loving God open up your heart to God and just whatever it is you wish. If you desire a kingdom marriage, request for it. I think the way we're talking, I think I just remembered the first time I ever heard of like a kingdom marriage. It was a marriage in my church in Cardinal Pastor Chris Delvan's church. And they were wedding those couples and Pastor Delvan made, like he said, he said something like these couples are not, he said it's been a long time he saw couples like that and um these they are not just normal couples they are couples who have been called by god you know that was the way he put mm. it and it just sounded so beautiful the wedding to me was basically glorious and i just looked and that was the first day in my life i told god that i want this you understand i said i want this mm. so just know that in your period of waiting Whatever it is that you want, you can also say to God. Funny enough, God oh. yes, he, he actually does listen to everything you say. You might think he has forgotten. There was something I told my husband when I was when I was talking to God. When it comes to okay sexual intimacy and stuff like that, The special request I made to God about sexual intimacy, I was telling my husband about it. What? and he too. There was a specific request he said he made as a young person to so God about sexual intimacy. You understand? And then yeah. when we when we um came together and then, okay, he shared, okay, this is my experience, like experience, experience, and stuff like that. This is who I am. This is what I've done. This is what I've not done. You understand? I can't everything really now. And then I remember one day he told me, he told me that... God really does listen. That was my husband speaking. He said he's, he's surprised that God really does listen. That this thing that he had said to God a very long time ago that he had even forgotten. But mm. Now he has come into marriage and he has met it to be so.
4: Mm. Despite
3: the fact that he has gone wrong. Ago, you know this kind of like most of everybody we've gone wrong in one way or the other. We've done we've, we've offended God here and there. But you know. With the innocence of your heart, the request you made with the innocence of your heart. A very long time ago, you're coming into right. marriage to realize that he really, really kept his promise. He had your he had your request that time and he kept it for you. It was right there waiting for you. And me too, what I requested for, I came and met it in marriage, and two of us were just laughing about it, but then we are marveling at the at the beauty no. of of you know beauty of what God can do. Or what God has done, you understand. So, for me, I was at the point of I like who I want to like. I can be friends with. I can be friends with whoever it is I want to be friends with. But once God says this is the person, I'm doing 180 towards, or even if it is 90 degree, whichever direction the person is facing, I'll turn whichever degree mm. to face the person. You understand? So, yeah. I'm naturally not a loose person. Um, I I I'm a I'm a person that doesn't believe in um me. I don't know if for other people, might be out there who, who does believe in sex before marriage. I I I don't subscribe to it. And it all comes down to, like you said, godliness. If God is telling you he doesn't like this, he doesn't like it, take it away from you. It helps you, yes. There are there are so many things that God doesn't like that I do, and so many times, like uh, yeah. was it was it Paul or Peter that said like there are things I don't like to do, but I find myself doing them, you know. Yeah, but we don't we don't we don't stay down, we rise up again, and we keep our oh. eyes on the price, we keep pursuing God. God, I want a marriage after your mm-hmm. heart. Keep pursuing it, even if you fall today. Rise up, don't rise up and shake up the dust. Like I saw on a Pastor Nat's um, page some days back, they said there are some people are falling. Keep going. People are staying. Don't stay down. Even if you're falling, don't stay down. Rise up again. Shake off the dust and keep walking. So don't don't look back and um don't let the pressures of life get to you, and don't let anybody come and promise you marriage or how will I put it? How should I even put it? It's not about a man coming to tell you. Uh, okay i want to marry you if this man as he came he came with there are many men too who will come who are not of god who will come and tell you there and then that they want to get married that doesn't mean it's a marriage you have to know your god know your god stand with your god listen listen Mm -hmm. listen out you know how god speaks to you you know how god speaks to you that's very very important God do not come and use the way He speaks to my husband to come and speak to me because I will not understand that language,
4: yeah
3: you understand, so it is the language that I understand sure. that God will come and use to speak sure. to me. It is the language that you understand that we use to speak to you, and most importantly, our testimony which I would like to share you are getting married, God orchestrated a marriage, if it is God's will, remember that it is God's will. It's if, it, if it is his will, let me repeat that, if it is God's will, it is God's will. Yeah. So whatever it is that you're doing, when you eventually submit to God and he gives you that man after his heart, you submit your marriage to him, that, sure that you will take charge of everything. Our wedding came and went, we didn't lack a thing. If I thought we're telling you, oh, I don't have money, it's because I'm not interested in spending money against we didn't borrow a single nera from anybody. Mm. And even after, you know, most people after the wedding, it was like, ah, where the money where they scream you, I need to go and set two bills. Mm. We didn't have that issue at all. And we could give all the glory back yeah. to God. You know, and I can even tell you categorically that even my wedding date was picked mm. by God Himself. I didn't pick my wedding date, we got it in a place of prayer. Yes. I'm telling obviously, you, we we're basically well, praying to God and saying God 12, which day 12, can, okay, we decided, okay December, okay. Which day in December? And then we we're praying and I we were both praying. I was in Meduguri, was in Kaduna, we were praying over the phone and I saw the number twelve. Like I don't see visions often. Like I think the only activity seen in my life now that I've seen vision, like my eyes are open and I've seen. Right? Mm. And I saw the number twelve. Immediately I didn't even stop the prayer. I just went to my calendar and checked. 12 was the Saturday yesterday laughing. Because God, he, he has everything, He has everything planned. And everything I needed that period, even mm-hmm. my my you know, my past to leave work and everything, you know, fever. Everything was just falling into place. It was just falling, 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 falling into place. I didn't have to stress the way most would have stressed. So just trust God, believe in God. In your period of waiting, serve. Like mm. my husband said, serve. Know God more, love God more. And wherever it is he wants you to be, be there. Whatever it is that he wants you to learn, learn. Because what you're learning today, there's something I learned a while back, that there's some things that God will make you learn yeah. today. There's some things he will teach you today. You will not use it till 20 years later. So whatever it is that you're going through today that you have to learn, please learn it. Hold on to it. True hold on to it because there are some things that I learned even in my past relationships I'm like, Kai, mm. like that's one of the reasons why if somebody tells me, oh, but your past relationship you cried so much, you did this, and I'll be like don't even talk down on that man because I believe that that was where God wanted me to be and I learned a lot because I believe that was what God wanted me to learn maybe not for today, maybe for tomorrow, maybe my husband tomorrow will have a ministry and I will encounter women who have who will go through yeah. Whatever it is that I went through in my life. And it is that experience. I won't just go and counsel them blindly because the Lord had made me go through them in my single in my singleness. And now I have the experience yeah. to come and teach, to mentor others in the future. So mm. there are so many things God has in plan to teach you, even in your single, in your single season. Open your heart to God and just let Him teach you. You will learn. You will learn and remember that God is not mm. wicked. He's not. he's not a wicked God. Everything He has planned is for your good. Even as even as He's looking out for His kingdom, remember that you are part of the kingdom, and He loves you so much. And uh, you're foremost on His mind. So even if for a kingdom marriage too, kingdom marriage too is not only about all about the kingdom. Also, He's also interested in you, His children. You know, having fun being happy and yeah. all like that so i think you should you should desire mm-hmm. kingdom marriage if for anything desire kingdom marriage so i think that's it for me i've spoken too much mm.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you're speaking to my but you've spoken a lot a lot i'm just writing down like if you see my journal eh? so um know his voice, like I don't know when she was speaking, I feel yeah. God wants me to say this don't wait until it's time to get married before you now say okay let me come close to God because I'm listening to the message of marriages and everything, don't wait until that moment because marriage is so so fragile that you shouldn't even joke with like it's, 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 like apart from your salvation, marriage is another important decision that yeah. you should, if you take it, determines where your life ends up, so if you marry wrongly you already choose wrongly for your life so don't wait until you say hey let me now see how this God this God thing normally works. No, start in your singleness. Start now. Start now. And like she said, you have to know God's voice. God will not come and start telling you, okay, come and do this this way. Like you've never known that part before. That's not the voice of God. He has, you know how you hear God's voice. That's how he's going to speak to you. Everyone who oh, have heard your testimony about how they made their spouse, if you listen closely, they will tell you how God told me. And if you find out you are, that's a normal way God speaks to them. So we will use a familiar place. It will not just come and start using something new and say, hey. you'll be confused because you don't even know that way before. There's no way you'll be able to, how can you get conviction on something you don't even know, know in the first instance? And God is not an author of confusion. So it's that familiar space where he gets you that he's going to use to communicate that decision to you. Please, I'll say it again. Don't wait until marriage before you come close to God. Start now, start now, start now. There's a whole lot he wants to teach you and put you through. God is not wicked, though. God is God is good. I don't know. People that don't have that relationship with God, you need to know what you miss out on. Like when I came, became a believer and started working. Yes, somebody was born a Christian, but Christianity is not the same as being a believer. When I came <laughs> into the fullness of what it means to be a child of God, I'm like, Omo, see what I've been missing all my life. Like it's a beautiful experience, yeah. a very, very beautiful experience. You don't, you don't, you don't even want to be told. You want to experience it for yourself. Something else I think once she said was. Your past relationship is not a mistake. I was discussing with a friend, I think it was two weeks ago, about and um, people saying, "Oh, their relationship, since it didn't lead to marriage, it was it was a mess." And I said, "No, because once upon a time, you are doing a lot of loving with the person. You love them, right? Like there is no way you you, you wasted your time with someone. No, there is Either a lesson or a blessing. Mm-hmm. Now, for a child of God, the Bible says in Romans eight twenty eight that everything works together for your good. Maybe back then you did not you did not love God, but now you do. He was going to use your past to even make a way in your future. So like she said something you experienced in your past could be a part of your ministry for women who are going to go through the same thing how do you encourage someone with something you don't even know about like we even want to listen to you god has made you wear that same shoe so when you see somebody pushing their leg because it's uncomfortable you can tell them oh this is how i went through this this was how it worked for me and you can show them the light of god so don't ever regret relations no matter how good or bad it was there is something to pick out of even People that are not even Christians will admit the same thing that, yes, you might have a bad experience in a previous relationship, but you can't tell me there is nothing good you didn't take out of the relationship. Maybe you let patience. Mm-hmm. For me, I learned forgiveness, like back-to-back forgiveness for my past relationship. Now, you it means to
3: love Whether
0: I'm dating you or not, <laughs> I know what it means to forgive and just let go. There's a lot of things.
1: I learned patience.
0: You see? so many things to pick out of a past relationship that would even be useful we can, we can go on and on and on and on with all that we learned. Many, many, many things that could help us. And please, please, please <laughs> let me just establish this. So kingdom marriage is not just kabash, kabash, and go to church and no, 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 no. Like you said, God wants you to have fun. God wants you to be romantic with your spouse. And let's just, let's just even talk about this for a minute now. People might get so carried away with, okay, this is an assignment that you focus so much on, being too spiritual, then you ignore the other part and your spouse starts suffering because you claim, okay, this is no, there should be a balance. I think God wants us to strike that balance. But at the same time, we're not supposed to um, focus too much on the other part and then leave God out. As long as God is the center, everything will fall into alignment. Your emotional life, your sex life, the children, everything will just follow suit as long as God is ultimate. So let people not just think that you kingdom marriage is okay. They, all these pastors and pastor's wife tying Gilead and just go, go in Big Bible. No, it's not like that. Like, God wants you to have a good time and enjoy your marriage. And a lot of the hassle people go through in marriages these days could be avoided if they can put God first. So I'm not going to say to anybody out there who is married and they feel like a marriage is here. God is able to repair. God is able to repair. The marital institution was ordained by God. Like, the person that made the Toyota car, they know how to get the parts when you have issues with your car. So God has all the spare parts and he you know how to fix him and fix you to make sure everything works out fine. Maybe you don't even know God. It's not too late to come back to that place where you're able to call on God to help you. When it's I don't know. Paul said it, best that when you're married, before you become when you became a believer, and then you go you got married, and then you became a believer. Don't divorce them. Like you you can still save your spouse through your own faith. So you can always invite God back into the marriage and allow Him build and fix whatever might feel like it might be ruined. I want to just give the chance to Uncle Dami to speak to the men out there who may have found her. But yeah, they are supposedly taking their time to know her better. Like in quote, what would be the piece of advice you have for them? You've already found out. Or you say you want to know her better, and then uh, people are wasting time out there today because I want to know you better. What are you? What do you want to really know? Like what do you have to say to those people out there? They've seen the person, they feel like this is the person they want to be with. This thing of let me still see if there's one well, small me, mistake I or think, something that uh, make me turn my back from her. Like how do you people like that out I there? I
1: found I still want to wait. Uh... It That's might just the be the person has he has not found the right person. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the way he has not found the right person. Because he's not sure. And maybe it's even <laughs> he's even lost self, he's not love. Or maybe it's sure. just um it's just infatuation. Let me use that word. It's not really love. Because mm. um once you have found somebody, you're not the one that did the mm. uh finding, maybe in the case and uh, God to reveal to you, and or let's say you had one that found him or mm-hmm. found her, or as case, maybe. But once God has given you a go ahead, what are you waiting for? I don't think there's no room for if you say you want to study her, maybe mm-hmm. she does this, she does that, you want to start digging into her past, you're just wasting your time because when God speaks, He expects you to move, and when you don't move you see yourself mm. <laughs> being overtaken. <laughs> mm. Because you might still be there. <laughs> the sharp, that sharp person will just come and say, oh, no, no. Like, This no person, no, no, no. person sharp.
4: already.
1: We just see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, in, there's only the thing hear in the kingdom. you say, overtaking is allowed in the kingdom of God. Overtaking mm-hmm. is allowed. So, when uh, God just speaks to you, reveal things to you. It is meant yes, for you so. to act. If God says, Sit. And you see, see, saying uh, when God was directed, was it mm. Elisha? He was directed to widow of Zarephath, right? Was it Elisha or Elijah? Okay, no, was directed to widow, the widow. The widow. He was. He was telling the widow yeah. that uh, he told the uh, he told the widow that give mm. me something, mm. and then was like, see the last thing I have now." As when Elijah I have questioned God, how will I go to him? How will a widow, as in? Data for my needs at this point in time. But God knows what he's doing. Once he gives you direction, he knows he knows what you're supposed to do. He told him that eat now because the journey is far. He did not say drink water. God told him, Elijah, eat now because the journey is far. So he ate. As, as he was feeling, he was feeling <laughs> spiritual, that no, Abba, maybe it was just my intuition that was telling me that it was not. But what he ate took him for the journey that was ahead of him. So when God shows you something, mm. I'm going to tell you about somebody. When God directs you, okay, this is the way you should go. Action is the next thing. Once God has spoken, just take the step. In faith, we've heard about most of our yeah. uh the, the men of God, we see mm. now that God has been using Papa Debuye, Pisho Boy, and the rest of them if you read about their biography, you see that they took some things based on faith. You know, when God just speaks, they just say they are living. They are living. Once They were just, you know, so you yeah, have to get to that point whereby as a child of God, to me, when God speaks to you, like me, I always tell my wife that <laughs> when God is telling me something, I know the, as in, I don't take chances at all. I, I'm, I'm on that point of acting fast. Once I hear something, I'm, I'm off. So mm. I would advise that um, the young men out there that God has spoken to, you cannot know uh, even brothers that are given birth to by the same mother, you don't tend to know their character finish. It's not possible. So, but once God is involved, once once God is is, is, is the yeah. one backing you up,
4: yeah.
1: we tend to uh, forbear and be able to forgive one another. So uh, I believe that uh, young men out there, there's no time to waste. There's no time to waste. Uh, there's time to waste. And one thing I've noticed and I've learned is that we don't use somebody's True. yardstick. The way God will deal with you might be different from the way God would deal with the other person. Some people, like we said earlier, in my, uh, God might want them to go through some things there might not even might just be uh maybe a year might be two might be three so don't expect that because this person uh, was in a relationship for uh, mm-hmm. five years or maybe you have even heard of men of god they are uh, spirit filled. they said they courted for five years six years or ten years some people they were at least, they, they have, there was grace upon their life for that but if God just mm. speaks to you, have given you direction, giving you what to do, I don't think there needs to be not looking back. Just go ahead. Mm. I, we've had some people that just they are on courtship for just for three months and they got married. You mm. thought, how oh, are they thinking? did they know themselves before? Mm. But they know what is driving them. What God is driving you, I don't need the need for you to.
0: Yeah, true. Mm. Mm. Wow. wow! Thank you, thank you so much, thank you so. Have even heard of one month, one month, caught yourself and they got married? I can say what is driving you? There's a driving force behind them. So when we look at them, don't think that these people are just crazy or it's not love or something. There's something, there's something pushing them, and it is God. And I don't see any reason why they 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 want to wait um any any longer. And I, I just give God all the glory. I really, really, really bless God. And yes, 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 that just came to mind now. The fact that somebody else's courtship lasted a month three months six months or seven months and yours is like going to a year or two years doesn't mean that it's not a supernatural marriage sometimes god wants to deal with something with the both of you together in courtship like it's one thing for god to deal with something as individuals but it's another thing for god to actually bring you both together you're going to be married though i know someone that she literally she just got married i think two weeks ago i follow her on in on youtube She's a very powerful minister of God with her spouse, Wanda. but they've been courting since two thousand and nine. <laughs> this is twenty twenty, uh, like two thousand and nine, and she said God specifically wow. told them to wait. You can imagine He brought them together. She, the boy was the one that converted her <laughs> to Christianity, and then and everything. After it well, was, God said they were supposed wow. to get married. They've been courting since how many years now? This is twenty twenty. They got married like two weeks ago. Wow. And that testimony was so beautiful, and they stayed pure, like don't even, not even kissing all through that period. And so I'm like, there, there was a grace available, and they, they were doing amazing things, even as singles. And now they are now they are finally settled into marriage because it was God's time. So it doesn't mean that because they took like decades to 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 be settled, they mean that oh God is not part of it or they were doing boyfriend and girlfriend. Like everybody's assignment is different. Like Mokudami um, said, you cannot use somebody else's um own to measure your own life. Like know how God is dealing with you and your, whether you're cutting or even if it's just you and then let God do whatever he wants to do, like in you. Like I see it every time around, even my life, for example, I see things that God is dealing with the both of us at the same time that when I was alone, I probably would not have learned this thing. Like he's here now and I'm even, like I feel like I'm seeing myself in a mirror and I'm seeing some things that, I, there's no way God would have been able to do it if somebody else is not here to point out and say, hey, this thing is not right about you. Let's take it to God and let him deal with this thing. So sometimes God wants to deal with things within the both of you while you're cutting before he now realizes and say, okay, go ahead. this time. I'm done with this whole thing. Because it's an assignment and he has to prepare <laughs> us for that period. This episode is just so amazing. I feel like we should have a part two. If there is so much to talk about, I'm telling you. And um, as God will have it, we have come to the end of the episode. I really don't want to go. I don't want to, I don't want to. There's in fact, this is just God is amazing. Like this is, like Shista Bumi said, this is our first assignment. Indeed, it is. Because I myself, like, we're doing this together, but I feel like I should even be a listener, like, afresh. Like, I'm just listening as, as an audience because this is it's so blessing. It's just such a blessing to, to me as a person. I'm much more a listener. So I would love for both of you to specifically, like, individually pray for our listeners out there. Like, Superbumi is going to pray. And also, please, guys, Yes, I call her Superbumi because that's, uh, um, what's the word now? On GGI, Super Boomy is like a rank, something like that on the platform. So we call her Super booming. You've heard me say super, super, super. So we call ourselves God Girls, then God Men, and then they're different ranking. So I would love for the both of you to each pray for our listeners out there, those who are trusting, those who are waiting, and even those who have lost their patience in terms of when God is going to show up for their marital statement. Like, I will ask Okudami to pray first for the guys and then Superb. we pray for the,
1: for the ladies, ladies, as ladies as God leads. So let's just
0: go into a time of prayer.
1: Thank you for your time like this. You are the creator of the universe, you are the one that moved us. We know all the days of our lives are written in your book. Thank you for our time. Lord, I want to use this opportunity to pray for as many that are trusting you for a life partner you that settled me at your time. Lord, please, I want you to visit these ones in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Lord, I commit as many that have been mm-hmm. waiting on you, I pray Amen. that you give them the grace, the strength and the ability not to lose hope in you alone, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. As many that are praying for kingdom marriage, you that have done my Father, I pray In your mercy, you look them also in the name of Jesus. I pray that for all the young men out
0: there
1: that trust you for life partner, that your time, Lord, you settle to them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray for strength. I pray for grace to be able to wait till the right. They need the right person. Father, please release upon them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for answered prayers, Lord Jesus. Amen. Let all glory be yours forever and Amen. ever. When in Amen. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen.
2: Heavenly Father, we thank you once again. Amen. Amen. So thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to meet us one. Well. We thank you, Lord, for the assignment which you've given unto us because you know that, yes, the word which you have spoken through us to us today, we shall go forth and we shall fulfill the purpose for which you have made it go forth in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you, Lord, for lives which shall be blessed through this message. We thank you, Lord Jesus, because even in this end time, your reason of families, your reason of kingdom families is the head of the devil. But I would thank you, Lord Jesus, because your blessings, your your kingdom, your your kingdom marriages shall not elude those ones. But I would thank you, Lord, because even right now, Lord Jesus, we thank you because you're placing it in the hearts of men. You're Mm. placing it in the hearts of women to embrace your kingdom, To embrace doing your will and taking it as the norm upon the surface of the head. Be thou glorified, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask by your grace and your mercy that you shall heal the brokenhearted. Father, we ask by your grace and your mercy that you shall help the helpless. Father, for those who feel all hope is lost. Father, begin through these messages. We begin to renew their hope in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we decree by the power and the mighty name of Jesus that hope begin to rise in the mighty name of Jesus. For Mm -hmm. everywhere the devil is dominating, we declare. We declare by the power and the name of Jesus. And overtaken, we overrun the kingdom of the devil in the mighty name of Jesus, and we declare victory unto Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus.
3: Father, the family unit is one of the biggest advancements of the kingdom of God. Therefore, we decree by the power in the mighty name of Jesus that even as this message is going out, and even as the listeners are listening, we declare in the mighty name of Jesus that you begin to take your place in their lives. the mighty name of jesus amen. father we pray in the mighty name of jesus that kingdom families will be raised for your amen. glory in the mighty name amen. of jesus amen. thank you lord jesus because we know that yes you are yet doing something great and mighty in the lives of amen. everyone who is listening for in jesus mighty name we are prayed. amen amen
0: Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you so much, Super Bumi and Uncle Dami Ajayi. You better I'm, um, I'm a love your name. In. Your name is very cool. Ajayi is a very cool name. Let me just tell you, I
4: am a is a very name. very cool name. What about
0: the, the wash day? Come on. you mm-hmm. don't have any choice anyways so thank you guys i'm so honored i'm so glad this is in fact i'm so blessed today wow 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 i don't know if i should even i don't know Whew, it would be such an honor to yeah. have you guys come again i wish there could be a part two so what are we going to talk about say? but maybe that will come up in, in later time but thank you i'm so so grateful. you made you gave us the honor to have you guys come up and spare us your time like i know I can't wait for the testimonies that have come Amen. out of this um, episode. So God bless you guys and um, God bless Amen. you. I pray for a fruitful home, a happy home. You're not going to fail God. You will not fail God. The grace is happening. Amen. There shall be longevity in your marriage, love, friendship. Amen. God will establish you in his kingdom and that Amen. which He said to do Thank you,
2: yourself, you accomplish much. and the gate
0: of hell will not prevail okay. in Jesus' name. Bye.
2: Thank you guys. Thank you
0: so much for sticking with me today. See you on my next episode. Bye.